You are about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm thinking about getting probed. Miles Lazarus. Okay. All right. And I, uh, oof. I like not warning you about the things that I bring. Yeah, you don't warn me about any of these. (laughs) Uh, And I'm lost in the stars, Mars Garbayo. Yeah, mine is nice. I try to make mine nice. Uh, welcome to our uh, Sisyphean Music Recommendation Challenge, where even though there is no winner, music is the real prize. And today we have a wonderful guest, mm-hmm. a-, a guest that we have had before on our show. It's Liz Lehman, aka The Scary Jokes. Ooh. Hi. Hello. Oh, she's back. Back again. <laughs> back again. Liz is back. Tell a friend. How you doing, Liz? Uh, welcome. Welcome back, Liz. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? I'm fantastic. Doing so good. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we, this is our first time, I think, having a guest with the new format. Yeah, because last week we had Althea. Right? But yeah. it was an album special. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a different sort of thing. So, uh, so for, uh, last time we had you on, Liz, we talked about your most recent album, uh, and, uh, this time we wanted to learn a little bit more about your, what, what kind of music you listen to yeah. and what, and, and what better way to do that than to talk about aliens. Yes. Yeah. The universal uh, indicator of what kind of songs you associate aliens with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Blink-182 just, like, discovered aliens, so I feel like music's a, music's a good way to talk about aliens, yeah. and Blink-182 is a Honestly, good way to contact like, aliens. Yes. I, I, well, I feel like Blink-182 is probably, like, you know, of... Of the like Earth media that have that has escaped into like alien culture, I feel like Blink One Eighty Two is pretty popular. Is it up there? You know? Yeah. I, I feel like you know if aliens did come down in a big ship, uh, landed on Earth, somebody would just break out a boombox with Blink One Eighty Two on it, and like it'd be a chill time. It'd be a chill hang. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're very like representative of the human race too. Oh yeah, so they are I the think that intersection yeah. of human they can either encourage <laughs> or discourage mm-hmm. aliens from making contact with us. Yeah, they for sure wouldn't fuck with us after listening to Blink One Eighty Two for whatever that's worth. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, Blink One Eighty Two would then become the uh, Earth's ambassadors in the you know, in the universe, and uh, they would just spend the rest of their days traveling the cosmos and and spreading Earth culture to to the rest of the uh, the galaxy. Um, yeah, I was okay. So be- before we get into anything else, because we uh we pre recorded last week's episode uh, the week before, and some things have happened mm-hmm. in the time that we've been away, which is that my chemical romance is back. And I would like to talk about that for oh. <laughs> just a moment, if I could. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, sh- sh- show of hands here, who is a, who is a My Chemical Romance you know my uh, fan? <laughs> 
Okay, listen, I feel like I should have been and I don't understand why I wasn't. Like I liked all their singles, but I just like I missed the zeitgeist and I feel like now's my chance. Oh, now's the time to get back into it. Well, it's yeah, like they have absolutely. some bangers. Yeah. yeah. Or get into it like oh at God. all. Yeah, I I I'm kind of I'm I kind of feel the same way. Like I don't actually know too many too many of their songs, but I feel like now that they're back I, f- I feel like I have mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. you know, sit up and pay attention, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, from my understanding, their discography only got stronger over time. So, like, this new album is going to be, like, off the walls. Mm-hmm. It's going to change everything. I, I saw, a, a, you know, one of those... One of those screen captures of a, of a different post on the internet posted to Twitter uh, of a... Uh, of a band who canceled their show yep. to go see yep. My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I think it's so silly. It's like I, yeah, get, I get it. it. If I bought if if I bought tickets to that, I'd be upset for sure, but I yeah. get it. Well, now you're free to see My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like this is the better show, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the band that I was going to see is there. So also, uh, the the festival that MyChem is uh, reuniting to to go on, their uh, support act is Jimmy Eat World. Oh my god! Here's the thing, right? It's mm-hmm. very similar to, I don't know who goes to see Mitski in concert, not because Mitski's bad, because she's very good, but it's going to be so sad <laughs> and so upset <laughs> And I don't know if I want to be in a group of strangers while I have my emotional catharsis. Very similar to to my chemical romance. I don't know if I want to be working through my dad related trauma with, with a bunch of strangers. I don't know. That's I I feel like you know bands like that often with like with live shows. Uh, it, they will like pump it up a little bit for mm-hmm. the concert. Uh, but sometimes they just they won't. Don't. Uh, yeah. Um, but. <laughs> but I'm sure that we will be talking a lot about My Chemical Romance as time goes on on this show. The My Chem Update Corner. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a little segment dedicated to My Chemical Romance updates. Uh, and I I know that ev- just because of my natural tone of voice, everything that I say sounds sarcastic, but I feel like that's probably a thing that will genuinely happen, and I'm, I'm fucking here for it. Yeah, as if Mars could stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Try and edit me out, motherfucker! I'll just do it. I'm not gonna. E- I'm not gonna edit you out. Come on, no, <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, so yeah, stay stay tuned for some my cam updates. Maybe I'll actually go see them in concert. That'd be pretty fucking wild. That would be tight. I feel like it's absolutely sold out. Oh, for sure. Already, it's sold out for sure. Um. So let's 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 dig into some alien talk, though. For real, yeah. Let's get our tinfoil hats uh, on. <laughs> well, okay. I before we start, what are our sort of general alien feelings? Oh, they're they're out there for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely, yes. they are. They're out there. They're here. Oh, they're here. Yeah, also. they're here already. Okay. I you know I what? I, I can believe it. Yeah. I can I can absolutely believe it. Yeah. I mean, there's like there's like theories out there that were technically aliens or whatever and that's also cool but there's probably like actual aliens who are probably also here yeah. maybe we've already confirmed found like bacteria and like sort of living yeah sort of bits on other planets like why is it a stretch to think f- there are aliens there's some footage out there that is just like huh you know sure for sure aren't like aren't like cephalopods like a big mystery yeah, I, like, I really wouldn't be surprised if squids were aliens, like, for real. Well, especially since the world is, like, shaped like a donut, basically, and, like, the ocean is in the middle, and then outer space is in the middle middle. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> so there's, like, they're right next to each other. Oh, shit, you cracked the fucking mm-hmm. card, Liz, damn. <laughs> You've cracked yeah. the egg wide open. And you better, <sighs> just you better fry those eggs up. And serve them with the donut shaper. <laughs> this breakfast is out of this world. <laughs> no, I have very, I have very positive feelings towards aliens. I love aliens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I am also of the belief that, like, like 
we should not be as scared of aliens as we are. No, but I will like, preface it by saying that the song I'm bringing maybe doesn't reflect my views. <laughs> I I think that's also, like, look, my song, we'll get into my song, but first let's get into your song, because you're first. Oh, me? Oh, oh Miles? Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, Miles. Okay. Miles T. Lazarus. What does the T stand for? It's Tyrannosaurus. Miles Tyrannosaurus Lazarus. Yup. You can fit anything in there and it sounds cool. Like, just having the last name Lazarus automatically makes whatever middle name cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Mars. Okay, so, last week, uh, well, last episode, uh, we had Althea on, and the song that Althea mm-hmm. mentioned, Mars's best friend, Althea, um, the, the song that Althea mentioned that uh, inspired her theme was A Different Kind of Human by Aurora. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to listen to this song and get some in- uh, inspiration for what I'm going to bring. So I did, and I was like, okay, this is a very specific type of vibe. It's sort of like electronic-y and like sort of, I don't know, strange. Uh, so I am going to be bringing the song, uh, Fire Shrine by Purity Ring from 2012, uh, from the album Shrine. Hmm. I, I feel like in my research for this episode, I encountered every popular alien song there is. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what this is. Well, yeah, I have not heard of this. Well, Maz, the thing is that it's not a song about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. It's the now, vibe. See, when, when looking for the alien, when looking for an alien song, I did look for songs about aliens. Yeah. Well, specifically, what Althea said, which I thought was interesting, <laughs> was that a song that an alien is composing while it abducts you. So that's where oh, I was going yeah. with looking for a song. <laughs> yeah. Her her original prompt was like entirely so wild. Hyper- <laughs> so hyper specific and so incredible way too specific and i loved like, it so i went like, with it i well i'm so glad that you are fitting that because because i needed to know what that vibe was and i guess yes. now i will now you will know the vibe yeah. i will force these vibes upon you forcing these vibes down my throat this is the the most the worst metaphor vi- the most vile vibe check there is. Oh, why would it be in your throat? Oh, I don't know. We don't need to examine it, Miles. All right. Well, instead of examining it, how about we give this song a little listen? Yeah, let's give this song a little listen. Get a little closer, let's fall. open my sternum and So, so that was what you guys think, yeah, yeah. I definitely got like alien dissection kind of vibes. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What about you, Maz? Yeah, I, I absolutely like, like from the moment the lyrics kicked in, I was like, oh yeah, no, I understand why Maz is bringing this song. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it is very much like got that like under the microscope feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I definitely, I wanted to bring this not only because of, like, the sort of uh, uh, alien scare sort of idea of dissection and, like, what are they doing in Area 51 and that sort of, like, initial uh, uh, sort of uh, idea of both aliens and of Fine Shrine. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, on a, a closer inspection of the lyrics, it really feels to me like the idea of an alien that is, like, fascinated and in love with like human anatomy and like how we work and how we function and how we tick uh and the sort of like gory macabre affection of this person that's being abducted Uh um and the like sharing of like ideas and culture uh and it's like not originally at all about aliens but i think it really fits because there's also lines like uh, uh, over the rocky cliffs that you leave to peer over and not forget what feet are. The sort of like you know you're in the spaceship leaving basically, uh-huh. and like you're looking back at Earth and seeing the things that you're leaving behind. 
Um, yeah, so it sort of feels like this, like, kind of like a love story between an alien and a human that is, like, really weird and off-putting to me. Yeah, yeah. To, to be honest, like, okay, maybe it's not originally intended to be an alien song, but this is an alien song. It and really also, is an alien song. I'm, I'm looking at the, the thumbnail for the music video. That kind of looks like an alien. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. It's an alien song. The music video is fucking weird. I didn't want to bring it because it's just fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot of Purity Ring songs. Also, fucking weird band name, eh? <laughs> not, not my favorite. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but I really like the sort of, like, the plinking synths and, like, this weird, I don't know, high-key, high-strung sort of, like... I don't know, manic sort of feeling yeah. of the music. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it, it it has that like, you know, that like sort of mechanical energy mm. of, you know, of like what the sort of, you know, traditional or stereotypical even idea of like an alien abduction. Uh, I'm very much thinking of Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Oh, yeah. Now. Or not Cyber Chase, <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, I'm the... always thinking of Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, but Alien <laughs> Alien Invaders. Yeah, the Alien Invaders, yeah. yeah. Those are the two movies I had at my grandma's house, was Alien Invaders and Cyber Chase, so I watched <laughs> yeah. them about 400 times. Can somebody make a Scooby-Doo Alien Invaders AMV with this song? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I- I'll do it. Yes. What would the pairing be? It doesn't need to be like a ship. AMV, not not all. That's true. It's just like such a romantic song. It, yeah, I guess I don't necessarily read romance from this song, but I that's more than don't fair. necessarily read romance in a, in my real life. That's true. A lot of the time. That's true. So, <laughs> Liz, what did you what did you think about this song? Um, I really liked it. I I did get like a definite like flirty vibe but it was like a creepy flirty vibe like i do feel like the alien is like flirt flirting with me while like just like checking me out on taking out all your organs yeah and i'm like hey don't do that yeah don't do that dude but but what's up (laughs) you know what's up though (laughs) hey look look like don't you, you don't start taking my organs until at least the third day yeah No, absolutely. It's definitely the, like, to the alien, this is flirting, but I'm sure of it is to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I just, I don't know. I have a hard time uh, reading. This is the same thing as when you brought that Hoser song about the two bodies decaying in a field. Like I, week, yeah, yeah. I don't like necessarily f- ever read romance in death, but you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, although it is, it is a cool aesthetic. It's just not something that I ever get into. No, absolutely. Well, yeah, I really, I really did enjoy this song. This yeah, is it was a good really song. cool. Thanks for yeah, bringing it. It's a really it, fun vibe of this song, even without the alien. Yeah, it yeah, it's very much like my song is like very explicitly about aliens, but doesn't <laughs> fit too. the vibe. Uh, and your song is not necessarily, but it fits the vibe so specifically. Mm-hmm. I hope I make Althea proud. <laughs> I I'm a hundred percent sure that you did, uh, Liz. Okay. Yeah. What's what song did you bring? So I feel like I picked. A really, like, obvious one, but when you said that the theme was Aliens, I had to because I love this song for such specific reasons, but I did pick um, Subterranean Homesick Alien by Radiohead. I- Oh, I love that. I very much almost brought that song. (laughs) Uh, Liz, your song and my song are definitely, like, not on the same vibe, but on- we're, we're playing the same game. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot of experience with Radiohead. I know I know OK Computer a little bit, but I'm I'm not uh, I'm not as well versed in them as as uh, as a lot of other bands. Um, I very recently, like over the summer, had like 
this Radiohead phase where it's like, I've listened to Radiohead like a ton, but like I got like just like really into them out of nowhere over the summer and I was like obsessed with them. Um, so mm. I'm I'm pretty well versed in their discography now because I like devoured <laughs> it for like three yeah. months. Um, Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, they're like a good band, it turns out. As as it turns out, they're a good band. Yeah. yeah. As it turns out, critically acclaimed band Radiohead's good. <laughs> uh, wow, they uh, Radiohead did not uh, have a lot of their music officially on YouTube. It's really weird. Like, they need to step up their YouTube game because, like, their music videos that were, like, uploaded by random people are in s- mm-hmm. such, like, higher definition <laughs> than the official Radiohead yeah. ones. It's like, yeah. guys, like, Tom, learn how to use the internet. Yeah, yeah. Tom's yeah, Tom York. <laughs> Tom York, you said learn how to use the internet, would you? Come on, Tom. You got this. Come on, Grandpa Tom. York. Come Grandpa on, Tom. York. <laughs> Did this link even work a little bit? Let me say by I'm, opening. I'm in there. Um, this is the acoustic live version and not oh, the album how version. Did this, oh, what the Radio. I mean head, it's cool. I've never YouTube heard game. this, but <laughs> Well Um, I'll I'll look for it. Yeah. Oh no, is this gonna be like hard to find? Radiohead? Radiohead, what the heck? Radiohead? Oh my goodness, it's like not... These are all like live versions. Or... All acoustics. Oh, it's gotta wow. be somewhere. Uh, hmm. Radiohead. Grandpa York. Oh, Grandpa York. Game, <laughs> like, YouTube is... YouTube's okay now. Like, it's okay for things to be on YouTube now. I know that you read on like, <laughs> I don't know, msn.com in like 2005 that... YouTube is stealing all the money from musicians. Also, you own you own music, like you own all of music. There's some fucking You're a massive here success. That has the, yeah, the full song. In um, There's a Bacano AMV. Oh no, it's the blues version. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Looks like we're talking talking about the live version. <laughs> yeah. This is in person. The aliens are coming. The aliens are here. The birth of the morning. I keep forgetting the smell of the warm summer air. I live in a town where you can't smell a thing. You watch your feet. The cracks in the pain. I mean, it's a good acoustic version, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Fine, Tom. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Jeez, Tom, that was that lovely. Was nice. <laughs> that was lovely, Tom. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> it was nice of you, Tom, to do that it is great at version stuff. of the song. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, legit. That was that was really really good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't usually go for acoustic mm-hmm. like acoustic only songs, but that was really nice. Yeah. Um. So I think like what kept me from getting super into Radiohead in the past is that like I feel like the Radiohead fandom, and I'm gonna call them that, even no. though like I don't <laughs> think that Radiohead fans want to be called a fandom. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably not. But you're not. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like Radiohead is kind of characterized as like ah, their music's so gritty and disturbing and unsettling, and like a lot of it is. But like mm-hmm. this song is so sweet and cute. <laughs> like, um, I love like. I was trying, like, once I, like, paid attention to the lyrics for the first time, I was trying to put my finger on, like, what they reminded me of, and then I realized that it was, like, Shel Silverstein. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> when he's, like, <laughs> um, I don't know, like, lyrics, like, I'd tell all my friends, but they'd never believe me. They'd think that I finally lost it completely. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. It's, like, a little children's poem. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, there's just, like, uh, this, like, kind of childlike, um, sort of, like, fantasy, like, about getting abducted by aliens. I like that it's, like, just, like, they take him for a cool ride in their cool ship, 
and he can't wait yeah. to tell all his friends about it. Yeah, they don't even like memory wipe him or anything. They're just like, all right, you want to go for a little bit? He's like, yeah, dude, for sure. Joyride! Yeah, joyride! <laughs> joyride! <laughs> go yes. around the block. I, I, I would legit love to go on a spaceship joyride. Like, if aliens pulled up in my backyard tonight and were like, hey, Mars... Do you want to go see Saturn really quick? And I'm like, hell yes. Who would like, say no to that? I, I, if an alien ship wa- hopped up in front of me and was like, hey, Mars, get on. I'm getting on. Like, it's, that's the thing about it. They don't have to abduct me. They can just ask. You wouldn't go to Mars? <laughs> I'm leaving I, it. I'm leaving uh, it. I'm leaving it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We just, I think I'm just going to let that one sizzle. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh so you said that there's a very specific reason why you like this song well i think it's it's pretty much just that it i think that like what made me like radiohead was realizing that tom york is just kind of cute like he's just kind of an adorable <laughs> little man um yeah and he sort writes cute heart, songs yeah, yeah. um there's like a really funny picture of him with like a really really big guitar, um, and he's a he's a person of small stature. We're about the same king. height, which yeah. is yes, um, and it's it's just it's just precious. I love Tom York and I love Radiohead. In in the non-acoustic actual version of the song, when he says uh, they take me on board their beautiful ship, he goes. Uh, they take me on board their beautiful ship. And he oh. sounds like a little, like a little, like Oliver Twist orphan lad. It's just like yeah. cute, up and down. Like, love it. I, I, feel, I feel like when most people imagine Tom York, they imagine him like, you know, from the, from the music videos of just, oh, like laying down on the sidewalk or whatever yeah. he didn't actually do that in that video i don't think <laughs> but it was it was other people but you know what i mean yeah. yes but like but like i've you know like i'm not that well versed in radiohead but like i have seen pictures of tom york like just on his off hours <laughs> and he seems to just like mostly get up to like goofy shit <laughs> yeah you know? okay he just seems like a charming man what if and hear me out one day, Tom York met a witch, and the witch said, or maybe a okay. devil, I'm not sure, and they said, uh-huh. oh, we will give you the power to make, you know, this beautiful, influential music, but it's got to be sad as shit. <laughs> it's just going to sound like your voice is going to sound so sad all the time, and that's your voice, and that's what you have. And he said yes. And now he's the fucking singer in Radiohead, and I think that's my fan theory. I don't... That just reminded me so much. A little little detour into Brockhampton for about thirty seconds, but that does remind me of a of a Dom McLennan uh, line, uh, or, or like where uh, he I can't remember exactly which song he says it in, but he he says uh, uh, oh I can't remember how it starts, but he's like talking to you know God or whatever, and he's like. Yeah, I can I can make you uh live forever. All you got to do is dance until you die. Jesus. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, that it it is a hard line. Um anyway, that was the Brockhampton detour. The weekly Brockhampton detour. <laughs> <laughs> just just veering off into Bro- I'm I I took over the wheel of the car for a yeah. second and just you saw the Brockhampton street and you were like, "Let's fucking party." We're in the spaceship also. They've got they they've got a <laughs> they've got the you know the the biggest uh, pencil it, you know roadside attraction. <laughs> yeah. World's biggest pencil. <laughs> did you all right. For sure. Did that did that joke land? Did that joke land it for can't everybody? Land. We're in space. <laughs> <laughs> I am dying to know what your song is though, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh so uh my song I had some trouble with this one. I really, like, I really wanted to find, like, an indie deep cut, because I was just, like, you know, uh, looking through, like, all these, like, lists and stuff of, like, songs that are about aliens. And, you know, I I really didn't want to phone home it in. Uh, I refuse to laugh at that. 
Fuck you. <laughs> can I tell you? Can I tell you that I've been thinking about that joke all day? <laughs> You're despicable. <laughs> um, the, like the mental image of like what that did to me physically, like that joke. It was like <laughs> being hit in the rib cage with like the the stick end of like a plunger. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's what made me make the noise that I made. Oh. <laughs> that it was really good. Uh, well, uh, th- thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry that I caused you pain, but thank you that you enjoyed it. Um, uh, so uh, the this I did I did genuinely want to try and find a deep cut about aliens because like most of the songs about aliens are from the 60s. Yes, uh, most of them. Before music was good. <laughs> uh, and, like, and, like, I was, like, because, like, Elvis Presley said that he got abducted by aliens, and I was really he hoping did? that there would be an Elvis Presley- Yeah, he did. And I was really hoping that there would be an Elvis Presley song about aliens just for that fact. Mm. Um, but there isn't, so I just wanted to share that fact. Yeah. So, the song that I'm bringing mm-hmm. is, uh- is one of the songs that was very popular on all of those lists about aliens. And I didn't want to bring it until I re-listened to it. And I was like, oh, no, I have to bring this. Mm-hmm. And it's Rapture by Blondie. Oh, oh love it. Yes. We haven't had Blondie on this podcast, eh? I don't. Like, I definitely know Blondie. I definitely know some Blondie songs. I do not have any Blondie songs sure, yeah. saved uh, to my personal, to I my personal library. Um, but, uh, but I, I saw this song on like all of those lists and I was like, Re- is it really? Like, is it like one of those songs that's like subtle about aliens that everyone just thinks like reminds them of aliens? No, mm-hmm. no, then I listened to it and no. It's in fact very much very specifically about aliens. Um and I'm bringing it because of the lyrics and the story that mm-hmm. that is being told and let's listen to it cuz I cannot say any more words about it before we listen to it. All right. Get in your car and drive real far and drive all night and then you see a light and comes right down and lands on the ground and out comes a man from Mars and you try to run but he's got a gun and he shoots you dead and he eats your head and then you're in the man from Mars you go out at night eating cars you eat Cadillacs Lincoln's too Mercury's and Subaru and you don't stop you keep on eating cars then when there's no more cars you go out at night and eat up Mars where the people meet face to face dance cheek to cheek so <laughs> That what was is, what, that was incredible. What did y'all think? <laughs> that was it, so it, good. It, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like I've definitely heard Rapture before, right? Like I, I've heard I've a lot heard of it, Blondie, but have I heard but it? Have I ever heard it before today? I truly can't tell you. Like, <laughs> like I've, like yeah, I've heard it, but I think today was really the first time that I've listened to it. And yeah, wow, for sure. wow, reading it like it's slam poetry. So, so, sure. so here's here's the thing about this song. Um, immediately, right? What's the one thing? There's well, there's before we even get into the lyrics, there's a story behind this song. So, uh, this song released 1981. Uh, uh, immediately, like you go to the genius lyrics page for this song, and then in the description, it's like. Was this the first rap song? <laughs> Which is ridiculous, obviously. Uh, and apparently, uh, F- Fab Five Freddy, uh, who, who was, mm-hmm. you know, big in the scene at the time, uh, took Blondie to uh, a hip hop show once, and then she immediately <laughs> wanted to, to, she Daddy. immediately wanted to make a rap song. Uh, and, uh, it's and then it and then it was this, <laughs> and then she says stuff <laughs> like, and he shoots you dead, and he eats your head. <laughs> I uh, I I I love this song, <laughs> although 
It gets very good around verse two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it starts off and you're like, oh, yeah, this song, Blondie, right, this is a classic. And then you get to verse two and you're like, oh, this is a completely different song (laughs) than I thought it was. Yeah. Did they accidentally put two tracks together? Yeah, I'm not sure. But clip, you know. uh, I want to talk about the the literal story that is being told with this song. (laughs) Please. Um, Okay, so... Uh, and we're, I'm mostly focusing on verses two and three, right? Like, verse one (laughs) is like, you know, it's its own thing. Cute and cool, yeah. Yeah. But verse two, when she starts rapping, is, um, is, is the, is just, okay. So it starts off just like her talking about how she is into rap music now, which is cool. Whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, especially at this, like, early stage. Like, she, like, I'm not gonna say that Blondie didn't help popularize hip-hop music, uh, to a new generation. Uh, and she shouts out Grandmaster Flash, which is cool. However, uh, so then we get into the, the actual story, uh, where, okay, uh, and this is, this is a story about you. (laughs) I love that. This is a story specifically <laughs> about you. You, yeah. you. Reader X Man from Mars. <laughs> yeah. So you go, you go to the parking lot. You get in your car. You drive fast. I don't have a um, car. You encounter the man from Mars and he Which, shoots by the you. Way, that, by the way, d- during the song, because it's like men from Mars, like you're like, oh, it's like an alien. But because he has a gun, <laughs> I immediately was like, that's a cowboy. <laughs> There's a cowboy here, and or, he's from Mars, or just you know someone who works for the candy company. <laughs> uh, so you know, I think I think the assumption is it's like a funky space gun, but it might not be. I don't know. It's just a anyway, pistol. the man from Mars shoots shoots you dead, and then eats your head. Mm-hmm. I think you mean he shoots you dead and eats your head. <laughs> And then from the rest of the the for, for the rest of the song, you're just in the man from Mars's stomach. Yeah, but just your have, head, which right, is- and you have no more agency or impact on the story. But you you are in there, and this you is do the- know what's going on in the outside world, though, because right, right. And here's the thing: this seems to be the only human that the man from Mars is interested in eating. Yeah, because after that, he goes around. Uh, or then, or you go around, I guess. I guess you are yeah. now the man from Mars. Whatever. Anyway, you're Whatever. eating cars. You're eating so many cars. You go out at night eating cars. You eat Cadillacs, Lincolns too, <laughs> Mercury's, and Subaru. He's gonna eat them all. Uh, you, you, and you don't, you, <laughs> you don't stop. You don't. You keep on eating cars. <laughs> And then, and then, when there's no more cars, I'm gonna pass out. When there's no more cars at all, when you go to dummy. you go to a bar where the people are, where they meet, where they dance, face to face, cheek to cheek. Mm-hmm. And then you eat the bar. Yeah, not- it's not even that he eats the people in the bar; he eats the bar, the bar itself. And also at this point. Blondie switches perspective to like, okay, I guess you're digested now, <laughs> and it's back to just being the man from Mars. He's eating the bars. Yeah, this isn't yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, you were the one eating cars, <laughs> but now he's eating bars. I feel like this song to me. He's eating uh, bars, wall to wall, door song. to door, hall to hall. He's gonna eat them all. He's gonna eat anyway. them all. I feel like this song to me, because uh, now that I've truly heard it for the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels like the origin of, like, in shows and movies where people would, like, if a person was, like, trying to rap and they'd be like, you know, my name is Michael and I'm here to say I'm gonna kick your ass in a major. Like, that feels mm-hmm. like it's parodying off this song. I mean, it <laughs> is. It actually and I'm is. go and eat some cars. <laughs> because, like, I'm, I'm not gonna, like, to, to be legit, I feel like a, a lot of the lyricism in rap songs at this point was about at this level. Like this is super, super early on in hip hop's existence. Yes. Uh, so like there's a lot of like 
like genuine like classic hip hop songs from the era that don't sound that are less ridiculous but in terms of like the flow sound very similar uh uh liz <laughs> um debbie harry is my drunk mother <laughs> true and she's doing her best <laughs> to create a classic a classic yeah. a world class just great song <laughs> i just i don't know what debbie i think she was i guess she was just having fun Debbie was fucking on one when she wrote this. Oh, De- Debbie! No, Debbie was having so much fun with this song, and that's great. I'm surprised that I haven't heard this song more during like the Halloween season. Yeah, it reminds me oh, sure. like a little bit of like the like one-eyed, one-horned, tiny purple people eater song. Yeah. Do you yeah, know that one? Yeah. It's, I feel I like I do it's, know that song. I feel like it's that kind song of was in very that popular when I was in elementary school. Yes, yeah, one of my they played that song at many a assembly. <laughs> oh yeah, that was one of the like sport houses. We have houses like Hogwarts do in Australia. Um, and one of the houses at my high school, mm-hmm. their theme song was the Flying Purple People Eater because they were purple. So I've heard it a lot. So you have a quick question. You do have houses, but you said there's for sports. So are the house names like the Kick Gooders? They kick very good. No. Oh, and <laughs> and the Dunkers. And the, you know what? And I'm going to say no. They're named after alumni. Uh, and also colors. Mm. So it was uh, red, yellow, green, blue, purple, so, so- gay rides. So less good than my thing. So <laughs> Very much so. It was also for like extracurriculars like drama and dance and stuff. You know how it is. For sure. For sure. Um, uh, oh, oh, by the way, the man from Mars. Yeah, he's he's eating all the bars and everything. Well, actually, he he won't eat bars if you have a TV playing on them in, in the bar. <laughs> That's he won't, like he won't a eat crazy it. like, <laughs> condition. Yeah. They should make a movie. Out of this song, You're where they're right. trying to like, want to see they're this. trying to figure out what will stop the monster, and then they like turn the TV on in the bar by accident, yeah. like, and, like oh stumbles God. backwards, and they their hand hits the remote, and it turns <gasps> on, and the alien starts like freaking out. Good idea. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. "Yeah, we won't eat anything if it's in the bar yeah. with the TV on." It's it's like how vampires yeah. have to count out grains of rice if you leave them in a pile. Like they have to count them all before attacking <laughs> you, which is the weirdest vampire Vampires are ever. Stupid for that. <laughs> yeah, it, like if the man from Mars watches Jeopardy, like he has to watch all of it. He has to binge all yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> the man from Mars is deeply into Oprah. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. The line is because the man from Mars won't eat up bars where the TVs are, where the TVs on, and now he's gone. Now he's gone. <laughs> Bye. Get him off. And he's gone. <laughs> where do you, wait, I need to know where he went. Like <laughs> uh, back up to space. Where he won't right. have a hassle with the human race and you hip hop. I don't know if I can really like buy that. Because he just ate mm-hmm. so many cars and at least one person. Yeah. He, maybe that's at least one person, lots of cars, lots of he's bars. gotta face some sort of accountability for yeah. his crimes that he and now he's eating guitars. The man from Mars. Well, that's not great. Yeah. What if he doesn't like the like power, like the electricity itself? So he'll eat like cars that aren't currently driving. So that's oh. why he's scared of TVs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's. I'm imagining this now as like the you know a, a Riverdale style TV show or whatever, and uh and like the the investigators the detectives they get there they're baffled by all of the cars disappearing and they go to the scene of the crime uh and there's a chalk outline of a car and then and just off to the side (laughs) and then off to the side it's just the car battery because the man from mars didn't want to eat it and that's a clue (laughs) ew yucky and one of the detectives is like what about that (laughs) that alien and the other one's like don't be silly mark (laughs) I've never seen him eat it. He's afraid of TVs. How could he eat a car? In the background, the alien is just fitting a whole car just into his jaw, unhinged. Yeah, we really haven't talked about the the physical implications of it eating cars. I mean, the 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 man from Mars is just a D-list DC superhero matter eater lad. Mm-hmm. 
We we all know DC uh, D-list superhero Matter Eater Lad. Oh, we sure do. That's Mars. a reference. That's a reference that everybody can understand. Yeah, the kids love that. I'm just so waiting for the Matter Eater Lad movie. Um, <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and just make our way over to the break, shall we? Yeah, let's mosey on over. Mosey on over, just, there's, this break ain't big enough for the three of us. <laughs> One of us is gonna have to get eaten by the man from Mars. No. No! <laughs> One, two, three, let's go. Welcome back. And now one of us is currently talking through the mouth of the man from Mars, and it's up to you to decide who it is. There's going to be a poll on Twitter. Yeah, vo- <laughs> v- yeah, vote now on your phones. Vote now on your phones who is possessed by the man from Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a hint is not who you expect. Yeah, second guess always. Yeah, second guess always. <laughs> uh, Liz. Yes. Liz Lehman, the scary jokes. Hi. Full name. Full full name. Liz Lehman, the scary jokes. <laughs> uh, would you care to spin the wheel of discord? <laughs> oh, I'm so scared too. Sounds like a scary wheel. <laughs> the wheel bites. Well, you know the the wheel does have you know spikes and talons and claws and teeth stuff and stuff yeah for sure teeth and stuff Whoa, yeah the teeth are yeah scary. Mm-hmm. but they're just in jars off to the side <laughs> it's, it has glue it has sparkly glitter it's just, glue it's with just teeth. the wheel the wheel's personal <laughs> possessions yeah well that's not scary <laughs> yeah it's just a collection just that's, not, that's not weird yeah that's not that's not worse fucking or anything. <laughs> no I don't know what liquid they're fucking currently sitting in, but <laughs> why? Looks like they're being pickled or something. Yeah, uh, go ahead and, and bring up Spotify or whatever music library you got. Okay. Uh, and hit shuffle, and we will talk about the first song that comes up. Alrighty. <laughs> okay. Um. So. <laughs> Everyone's reaction whenever they spin the wheel is either like is, uh, like the, like either like uh or or what you just did which is way better of like genuine excitement and I'm so fucking ready. Um, I'm so ready. Well, this was off of my um new album inspiration playlist and Ooh. you might you might recognize it from supermarkets everywhere. It's Todd Rundgren's Hello, It's Me. Oh, I don't know it. I don't know if I the top of my head, but I, I've spent a lot of time working at supermarkets, so I've probably heard it. That's very true. This is a little uh, factoid about me, but this is legitimately one of my favorite songs. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's nice when a song that you actually care about comes up and you don't have to talk <laughs> about, like... Yeah. Some fucking bullshit that you've added for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it can either be like a song that you're really excited about, or just like, oh god, I saved this song a long time ago, and I don't even really remember what it is, yeah. and I have to now examine examine myself. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> why is there so much Fallout Boy on here? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now you should. Never, never be ashamed of how much Fallout Boy you are listening to. Thank you. Also, I'm having to get up uh, a different version because Australia doesn't like Todd, which is very fun. All right, this is like a very innocuous song, so I like that it's just banned for you. I know. They're just like, no, fuck you. You don't get to listen to a song from, I guess, the 70s. <laughs> uh, Tom, again. This time it's Todd. Yeah, this time it's Todd. Oh, Todd. Yeah. So many bad Todds in the Well, here's the th- it was, uh, you know, it it was Todd, right, but it was really Tom's machinations in the background. Oh. Shit. Tom York just- Tom York's. Just- Tom York just emailing all artists, like, 
Like, don't yes, use YouTube. the whole, like, Metallica versus <laughs> don't put Napster it on YouTube. thing. Ban it. How they were, like, you know, Metallica. Ban it in Australia. <laughs> Metallica was trying to sue Napster for having music shared on it. Mm-hmm. It's Tom York with YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is exactly. That, I thought that you were implying that Tom York and Todd Rundgren are enemies, which I really like. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> It'll kill him in Mortal Kombat, absolutely. <laughs> Place your oh, fucking pets. That's another uh, Twitter you, poll. <laughs> you have just made me a ima- Miles. You have just made me imagine a like like m- musician fighting game. Mm. Oh shit! Who else we got on there? Hang on, let's take a brief pause. <laughs> Who else is on the musician? Who's on the musician? Let's just design uh, a whole musician fighting game really Bob quick. Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan. <laughs> I want to know what Bob Dylan's special moves are. Um, yeah, but um, but before before we get into that, and maybe yeah. maybe when maybe we'll never get into that. No, I want to now. <laughs> I do want to now, but we do. Let's listen to "Hello, It's Me" by Todd Rundgren. Yes. Okay. Seeing you, or seeing anything as much as I. I really, I really loved that song. Oh, awesome. That was fantastic. Really good. Yay. I'm so glad that you like it. Because, like, I think that Todd Rundgren is, like, I mean, like, he's written a bunch of songs that you hear, like, all the time. But I think he's kind of, like, underappreciated. Like, people kind of write him off as, like, an easy listening guy. But I really like a lot of his work. It's been very inspirational to me. Hell yeah. That song sort of, it, it. Put me in the mindset, and I, when I listen to songs for the first time, I don't necessarily listen to the lyrics, so I don't know if this is, like, 100% accurate, but just, like, the vibe that I got was of, like, like, just sort of laying down and gently, uh, rolling down a river on a raft after everything in your life has changed dramatically. (laughs) And you're just like searching for that moment of of peace as you're navigating this river, but like I don't know, it's like kind of uplifting, but also like everything's different now, uh, and it's just like weird and strange, but kind of peaceful in that same way. Yeah, yeah, I like that interpretation of it because um, I think it's like kind of more literally about being like not really sure where you're standing with someone else, but you like. Just want to make sure that, you know, they know that you just, you care about them and they don't really owe you anything. You just like enjoy having them in your company, but you're also kind of attached to the idea of like, you know, having a certain type of relationship with them, I guess. But I think it's a very sweet song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm, first off, I'm a big fan. I say first off, I already said something, but I'm a big <laughs> fan of... Uh, of songs that like open with like the band warming up, yeah, yeah, uh, and just like getting all their instruments ready. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't ever know if it's like real, <laughs> but I do enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a good, fun aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that part is not included in like when they play it on the radio and stuff, but I really like it. Sure. I'm always sad when they cut it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked it. I don't know. Yeah. I have like I have such a soft spot for songs about like open and honest communication. Yeah. <laughs> so I really I really enjoyed it. It's just <laughs> it's nice to see like people because there are so many songs by so many musicians, especially around like the seventies and eighties, that are like I cheated on you, not sorry about it, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of sucks. So it's nice to have a song that's like, hey, maybe we should reconsider what our relationship is. Yeah. Can we talk about us? <laughs> yeah can we just have can we just like sit down and just rap for a bit <laughs> love it well i'm glad that my my wheel of discord pulled up a good one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's Actually, a really good I've one i've never heard this before i'm surprised yeah it, it does very much seem like 
Like, and here's the thing, like, again, like, I worked a lot of supermarket jobs, but I, I don't think that this one was part of the rotation. Mm. I mean, it might have been. Yeah, I think they but... probably play, like, I Saw the Light more often. Mm. Which I think this is the better song off of that album that sure. was a big hit. Yeah. But they're both good. Yeah. I like Todd. I'm a Todd fan. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. <What? laughs> I'm a Todd head. Love, love Todd. I'm going to be very Todd sad head. when he fights... <laughs> Tom York in, in a oh and loses so bad room. he's gonna lose so bad he's gonna get his ass kicked oh no <laughs> yeah. you, you're not you're not rooting for Todd in in the musician Bloodsport I mean I'm rooting for him but I just I know it's all in vain look Todd is the underdog Todd's gonna bring it <laughs> I don't think he is Todd's gonna make Tom York cry down <laughs> think about his feelings <laughs> yeah like Todd might not win the physical battle, but he will have an emotional victory. Yes, I think they'll they'll like teach each other things. Yeah, I think he's gonna yeah. be like Tom. Why don't you use more like major seventh chords in your songs? They're very pretty. <laughs> and Tom is like, why don't you like wail some more? Why don't you just wail into the mic? Yeah, and then why don't you just scream. And then, yeah, and then and then Tom York does his fatality move. Yeah, and he kills him. <laughs> oh yeah. no! Actually, the song is about Tom York, and then they fall in love. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the fighting game ends with them hugging. <laughs> I mean, look all all fighting games should end with like you know just the, all the fighters hug. coming to a peaceful resolution and and growing yeah. and understanding each other as people. Yeah. Before in they Super do their Smash Brothers, move. just Incineroar and Bayonetta shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> just leaving. <laughs> um, so, Liz. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you for again. having me again. It's so much fun. Yeah. So fun. Oh, so fun to have you on. So happy to have you here. Um, where can where can people find your, your stuff? Where can people find your music? What's up? Well, um, my music is on Spotify. Um, and on iTunes and pretty much any streaming service. And it's on YouTube, Tom York. Get with it's Tom it. Tom York, idiot. <laughs> Tom York. Full albums. Grandpa up. York. Grandpa York. Get your shit on YouTube. Get it together, Tom York. <laughs> Get it together, Tom York. Um, yeah, so buy it, stream it. Don't do those if you don't like it. <laughs> but I hope that you do. <laughs> Uh, it's everywhere. It's on TikTok now. Yeah. I got an email notification oh, from my distributor saying it was on TikTok, and I almost dropped my phone. Yeah. Uh, so excited! The the, <laughs> the, uh, the album, the, your latest album, uh, Burn Pygmalion, uh, aka A Better Guide to Romance. Mm -hmm. Did I get it right this time? Yes. Did I say the title right this time? Yes, okay, you said the title, yeah. the title right. Okay, um, good. Yeah, so proud of you. That's my latest. <laughs> Got April Fools and Bad at Math. Those are my other two. And I might be cooking up something new. Who knows? Ooh, yeah. cooking up, cooking up a little storm. Who knows what I've got going There's on in my little ooh. my little Keebler elf tree of music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you when you do release some new tunes, we would love to have you back on once again. Oh, I would love to be back on again. Um. So with that, uh, I think the game is over. Uh, thank you once again for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, I want to thank Marble Cantus at Marble C-A-N-T-U-S for doing our little introduction, for being our narrator, for doing the spooky voice. Uh, and Liz, she's actually a, a massive fan of you also. I love Marble. I'm a Marble fan. Hi, Marble. Oh, you're a Marble I'm fan. A Marble fan. Ooh. We're all Marble fans. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed the show, please do share it with a friend and uh, leave us a rating on iTunes. We will read it out on the show. Uh, so, Liz. Yes. Once again this week, because we had a we had a guest last week and we have a guest this week. Once again, uh, we're putting off Miles challenging us. To do a song. It's fine. Sorry, I no Miles. <laughs> I have no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liz, uh, you won't be on next week, but I thought it would be fun if you left us a little gift uh, uh, challenging us to bring some songs next week. 
and uh, you've had a little time to stew on it. What uh, What's the challenge? Okay, I hope you haven't done it before because I feel like it could be good. Um, how about songs uh, by famous people who aren't famous for music? Oh, oh. that's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, di- I don't think we have. I think we, I, this is an idea we that we've tossed around before. Yeah. <laughs> I challenge you and I punish you. To do this, oh, I'm yeah. so excited about this. Thank <laughs> we you. We have it, but we Thank have brought Will gift. Smith several times. <laughs> we have brought Will Smith several times. Well, here, Will Smith was popular for music before he was popular for acting. That's fair. So I will say that for him. I won't say anything else for him, but I'll say that. <laughs> That's the only credence. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Thank you one last time to Liz Lehman, a.k.a. The Scary Jokes. Go check out their music. Uh, go check out their Twitter. Go check out all their stuff. And uh, we will see you when we see you. <laughs>